My name is Abiola Abrams. I am a Love Body Spirit coach, columnist, and author of the Sacred Bombshell Handbook of Self-Love. I am known as the Bombshell Whisperer. And what that means is that I help extraordinary women like you know how extraordinary you really are. And you will be seeing me around this weekend giving various lessons on self-love. And today's talk is about emotional eating and learning to love your body. Now, I have to tell you, you know what, if I kick off my shoes, do a little Patty LaBelle here. <laughs> I have to tell you that there was a time not too long ago where I would have felt really self-conscious wearing this dress. And that time was five minutes ago, <laughs> before I came out here. I was adjusting it, I was pulling it, I was wondering, I wanted to make sure it wasn't too low cut. And although I am a teacher of self-esteem and a self-love coach and author and all of those things, I am still human. And so I still have, obviously, like you, I'm here on this journey with you, a student and a teacher, human frailties, like fear. Like fear of who do who does she think she is? What is she doing? Why is she doing that? What qualifies her? Now I want to confide something else in you. There was another time, a few years ago, where I had a massive weight loss. Now I prefer the term weight release, that I released from my body. 55 unhealthy pounds. Yeah, you can clap that. You can clap that. <laughs> um, for me, it was quite a journey. It was only one step of a journey that continues because I have a personal history of disordered eating. Now, there's we're familiar with you know the popular <laughs> popular eating disorders of anorexia and bulimia. But people talk about less um, sugar addiction, um, food addiction, uh, chronic overeating, compulsive overeating, emotional eating. These are things that people talk about a little bit less. And for that reason, you know, there's this interesting thing. I'm a black woman, obviously. Um, I participated a few years ago in this PBS-funded documentary called uh, Black Folk Don't, talking about all of the stereotypical things, you know, oh, black folk don't camp, black folk don't uh, swim, black folk don't whatever, so it's called Black Folk Don't. And there was one episode that we did named Black Folk Don't Have Eating Disorders. Now, that is such a fallacy, and I find that so problematic because if we don't admit to something or claim something, then we can't fully address it. And obviously, you know, there are people of every race, creed, color, stripe, religion in the room. I'm not just talking to black women. But it's important, whatever your cultural back background is, because I've heard similar things like Italian women don't have eating disorders or Jewish women or whatever. But when you do that, you negate yourself. When you try to label yourself or put yourself in a box of what your tribe should have, you don't get the treatment and the healing that you need. And this is a really uncomfortable conversation. People get uncomfortable because it's touching on body images, touching on race, and things that make us feel really uneasy. But I have to tell you, 
that when I look at my beautiful Afro-Guyanese family, gorgeous rainbow family, that we are a microcosm of the health issues that plague African Americans as a larger group. There's diabetes, there's hypertension, all kinds of, you know, things that have cancers have ravaged the bodies of the people that I love over the past 10 years, due in part to the way that we eat. And so, as I heard this Rastafarian say one time, people are losing their lives over taste buds. <laughs> now that might sound funny, but it doesn't when, you know, people are being diagnosed with diabetes or a chronic condition that they may not have to have because of the ways that they eat. Now I have to tell you, if that is not an eating disorder, I don't know what is. That is disordered eating, people. We are an addicted society. And so the unfortunate thing that happens is that everybody's judging each other. So the chronic overeater is judging the person that is addicted to drugs or you know the person the coke person on coke is judging the person addicted to heroin. The person addicted to the internet or addicted to sex is judging the workaholic and vice versa. But we're all in it together. None of us is better or worse than the others. You may choose your addiction differently. Yours may be credit cards and spending money. And yours may be going out and meeting a different man every night, but we are all in this together. And what I had to realize to, to heal, to begin to heal my issues with my body, is to realize how I was using food as a drug. That food was my drug of choice. Now, when we are addicted to something, be it, again, the internet, porn, work, whatever it is, we're addicting because that is really just a symptom of whatever the real problem is. We are a culture that finds it comfortable to numb ourselves rather than to feel our feelings. And so as simple as it sounds, the biggest game changer for me to heal my body was to realize, oh, I'm going to feel my feelings. I had to learn how to feel what I was really feeling without trying to numb it, without trying to ignore it, without trying to people please it away. How many of us in here are people pleasers? We want to make other people happy. We want the problems to go away, so we want to just put on a smile. No, it is important to feel your feelings because when you don't, you will find a way to try to numb yourself. You will find a way to try to avoid what you are feeling. And the greatest gift that you can give yourself as anybody, but in particular as a woman, the greatest gift you can give to yourself is to say, I will feel my feelings. Now, a few years ago when I first released the unhealthy weight from my body, and I do believe people can be healthy at every size. I unfortunately was not one of them. I was extremely unhealthy and extremely in denial. I was allergic to everything. I've always had food allergies, but my body was really rebelling against me. I had sleep apnea. I was pre-diabetic. I had like so many chronic, you know, my hives would break out. One week it was I was allergic to shellfish, then it would switch up and now I'm allergic to this, to that. My body was rebelling against me because I was treating my body like a toilet. 
I was eating things that were not healthy for me. And self-loving people eat food that loves them back. When you love yourself, you treat this, your body temple, you treat it as a temple. You are conscious of, you know, the, the energy that you bring in to your temple in terms of food, the company you keep, the people that you are allowing to enter your body. All of that is are decisions that you make based on how much you love yourself. And the tricky thing is that I had decided, obviously this is what I teach, <laughs> and in various formats over the past 15 years that I first was using media to empower women. Um, I've been using words and pictures, moving pictures, to empower women for the past 15 years. And so I was under the belief that I loved myself, right? I was under the belief that I cared about myself. But my actions were doing something different. I had it up here, the story that I told myself, because we all create stories and then we live them out. The story that I created for myself was, I love how I look because I look good no matter what. Now, is that true? Yeah, I look good no matter what. I'm cute. So are you. <laughs> we look good no matter what. But the inside of your body deserves to be as gorgeous and well-loved as the outside of your body. And so we're going to keep on, you're going to hear this, you know, throughout the weekend. But I want to just give you some quick takeaways in terms of if you are on a body love, body acceptance journey so that you can begin to feel at one with your body, so that you can begin to respect this temple that you have. Because as my, my father has always said, you know, that you only get one. <laughs> Single issue item, not going to get another one. So, how did I release the weight? What are some takeaways that you can, you can have with, you know, have with you on your own journey? Well, I, this, this is a little bit challenging to talk about because women in the beginning, you know, who I worked with and, and who I know, when they were like, well, how'd, you, how'd you lose the weight? They wanted easy answers. We all want easy answers. We watch the TV show, we want easy answers. But we all know, how do you release weight from your body? You eat less and you move more, right? That's the, <laughs> the yang answer, the masculine energy answer, the do answer, the actions that I took. But there was a yin space, feminine energy, a space that I had to come from first. And as I said, that learning how to feel your feelings, very important. Second thing, you need support. I went to this amazing wellness coach, and the helpful thing is that now when I'm coaching, when I'm, when I'm working with my coaches, that I can spot their BS <laughs> a mile away, because I went to this incredible wellness coach for a year and a half, would sit in front of her, go over what I was eating, go over what I was doing, um, and I gained weight. Why? Because I didn't do anything that she told me to do. Because I hadn't made the shift in my mind in order to make it in my body. And so we would talk about working out, we would talk about eating healthier, we would talk about all these things. Yeah, great. Did none of it. <laughs> so you want to get support. And I know all of you are familiar with that. That's why you're here in this room. Um, if it was just about me just telling you an easy regimen, I am an 80-20 vegan. I eat 80% vegetarian, 20%, nope. Other way around, 80% vegan, 20% vegetarian. Um, I also work out with kettlebells every other day. 
and I try to eat food that loves me back. I make my main meals food that grows in the ground. I try to, if my great-grandmother wouldn't recognize it, try not to eat it. Some days are more successful than others. <laughs> you can't beat yourself up. It's about intuitive eating and mindful eating. Which brings us to the next point. Mindful eating is making every meal a meditation. So, as the chronic overeaters in the room know, you can get some food and scarf it down and it's gone and you wonder where to go. Mindful eating is exactly the opposite. It's a slow eating, slow food movement. Every meal that you have, every morsel, you know, you want to begin by thanking the hands that went into preparing the meal. You want to feel the love radiating from it. And you want to eat it in a, you know, sensual way. Not sensual in a way that means sexy, although that works for you, do it. Sensual meaning of the senses. So you want to smell it. You want to taste it. You want to taste how it tastes on your tongue and on the back of your tongue because it will taste differently. You want to listen to the crackle of it. And that's how you make your meal a meditation. You know, you want to enjoy the colors on the plate. You want to put it together as a thing of beauty and really enjoy it. Enjoy that meal. And then the next thing that I want you to do is, this goes into the body acceptance, I do this, you know, in a longer format in my body acceptance classes, is learn how to really appreciate the woman that you are in the mirror. Love yourself no matter what right this minute. Now I have a client that said to me when I said, you have to love yourself today, she said, well, if I love myself today, why would I make any difference? Why would I try to let go of, you know, the 100 pounds that I want to lose? That I need to lose? My doctors told me I need to lose. And I explained to her, when you have something that you love, like a baby, you take care of it. You know, you may have your beautiful baby and you love her as she is. It doesn't mean you don't want her to walk. It doesn't mean you don't want her to evolve and be the best person that she can be. But you love her right this minute. And you've got to do that for yourself. And the way that you do that is by starting to build up a trust in yourself. If you tell yourself you're going to work out, do it. If you tell yourself that you are going to maybe um, not eat white rice or white sugar or whatever, do it. Because just like we lose faith and trust when a partner or a lover or a boss or a mother or father says to us that they will do something and they don't, we lose trust in ourselves when we, when we, do, when we say we will and we won't. And so I want you to build up that practice with yourself. And if you can make one promise to me as we leave this room, every time you pass a mirror, I want you to connect your own eyes and, and say in your head, hello, beautiful. Hello, beautiful. Begin and end each day with that. Okay? And don't ever let your eyes meet your own eyes and, it's, and rip yourself apart. Instead, look for things to love. Look for things to appreciate. Got it? Okay, so in closing, the last exercise that I want to give you is I want you to, when you get home tonight, take off all your clothes, stand naked in front of your mirror, a full-length mirror, and just take in all of the beauty of yourself from head to toe. I want you to look at yourself with love, not with judgment. Look at every dimple, every stretch mark, every bulge, and just love her. Love the you that is there in the mirror. Because when you love someone, you want to take care of them. You want to treat them right. Okay? You want to eat food that loves you back. And I have a gift for you if you go to my site, 
Sacred Bombshell at AbiolaTV.com. Go to my website and what you will find is I want you to find the Food and Gratitude Diary and download that diary and every day it allows, gives you a space, it's a printable diary page to keep track of your meals and keep track of what you're feeling when you eat your meals and keep track of your gratitude. And I guarantee you that this will make a difference on your own bombshell breakthrough body journey. If no one has told you today, I love you. Namaste. The sacred bombshell in me sees, adores, and enjoys the sacred bombshell in you.